What's up, comic book fans? Keith here from Comic Books Transformed, where me and my good friend Brian over there talk about comic book ad- adaptations from comic books into movies and streaming shows. Uh, today, we are kind of on the spot doing a recording of Echo. I wasn't expecting it, but Brian, I'm guessing you got as excited as I did to talk about it. Yeah, I I, I was, and kind of surprised by it. Um, you know, th- this this uh, series got delayed quite a bit. And I think, you know, uh, I was very fond of Hawkeye. You were maybe a little less so. Um, but I think we both agreed that, you know, maybe there was just too much going on and that maybe one of the things they could have cut out was Echo. Yes. Um, but watching this episode, I'm like, shit, did this just all, did this, this one scene that I saw validate everything about Hawkeye? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, exactly. So um, I think right off the bat, let's just tell people there's spoilers. The entire season of Echo has already dropped on Disney Plus, so you can go ahead and go watch it. We're just covering episode one today, but um, I just wanted to jump in right here and ask you, um, you know, obviously there are connections to Daredevil in this. Echo is a Daredevil character. So did you watch the entire Daredevil show? I have not watched season three, and I'm probably going to go rectify that tonight (laughs) exactly 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 i i think i'm in the middle of season two and um i was digging it but then i think that even then that was when they were starting to say that it doesn't really count as mcu right um i think it got a little further i think it was after iron fist kind of tanked that that started to go go around yeah um but uh, I think by this point, it, it wasn't completely ruled out. Yeah. I, I know I know that, like, uh, definitely on, like, YouTube channels that I listen to, I think especially, like, comic books trans... No, that's our fucking channel. Uh, Mr. Sunday Movies and stuff on their podcast, they talk about how people dislike something at first, then you give it a little bit of time, and then people start to have nostalgia for it or like it. And um, I was thinking that that might be the case with the Netflix marvel shows what do you think well um from okay so let me let me say what i've actually watched from netflix so i was watching everything in order uh so i watched daredevil season one i watched one and two and i watched uh jessica jones season one and i started luke cage and for some reason we stopped in the middle of the episode nothing to do with the content and we just never went back to it my wife eventually went back and just watched daredevil season three but i've not seen uh jessica jones season two was there season three of that there might have been yeah if, if there's a season three i didn't see that i didn't see the defenders i i didn't see much of luke cage and i did not see iron fist okay so um i i may just go skip ahead and watch daredevil but i i probably would like to go back and watch everything because i feel like this sort of says that they count again yes exactly that was my next question i was going to ask you is that do you think that they are going to say that the Netflix stuff as is, is in the MCU? Or do you think that they're going to essentially say that that is like a variant world, um, but then a lot of it is the same to the MCU? I want them to say that it counts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I'm, I'm hoping they do. I, I am curious if, I'm curious if we will see Daredevil again or not in this show. It is yeah. only five episodes. Right. Right. And we, and you know, he, he is only in the one scene in this episode. Right. So, um, I mean, but if that one scene, if, if, if the purpose of that is just to say like, Hey, yeah, Daredevil counted, man. 
Yeah. You, we got you. You know, <laughs> I'm cool with that. <laughs> I, I can't wait to talk about that one part with you. But I was going to say that, like, Iron Fist for a while in the comics was cool. Like, I liked Iron Fist. They had, like, Matt Fraction. I think, like, Ed Brubaker wrote him before Matt Fraction. Yep. And that was all good. That was really good. They made this whole, like, mythology with the different weapons. And each There was, like, people that were like Iron Fist, but they were from different clans. Yeah, which uh, felt very much like Green Arrow's uh, uh, tr tribes and clans, whatever they did with the, that Jeff Lemire did. Yeah, yeah, you're good, man. Exactly. And then the show comes out. I remember I did watch the first episode, and I just thought it was lame as hell. Yeah, uh, there were a lot of complaints about it, and I think, I think a lot of the complaints of that made them kind of change the character. Um, they, they had somebody else take over Brian Fist for a while. I don't know if they're still, I don't know what the current status is. Yeah. Um, the most recent thing I read actually, did, did you read that Marvel Timeless issue from last week? Oh, from last like, week? No, I did uh, not. No. It's no. supposed to be like kind of setting up what's going to happen in, in Marvel in the next like couple of years or something. Oh, cool. So I have to go spend another 10 bucks at the comp. Oh, store? yeah. It's like an $8 issue or something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I, I could just tell you what happened in it, but I'll, I'll do that offline. But, uh, you know, part of, you know what? Yeah. Go read it. <laughs> yeah. My thing is, I love to just spend money and get more debt for myself. So I will gladly go do that tomorrow. But yeah. uh, what I was going to say was, I think with uh, Iron Fist, that was one of those things where they felt like it was inappropriate for him to be a white character because he's like so connected to like asian mythology so i think that the current iron fist is an asian character and so um i mean that's kind of a tangent too i my, my whole reason of bringing up iron fist is just like if they were to just absorb the netflix marvel shows i feel like that would change i think they would get rid of that iron fist yes uh i feel like they would change it i don't know if they would just completely like say oh no iron fist he was never here Right, right. So the new guy, uh, they, they probably would find some way to explain it. Uh, and I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind it, I guess. But I yeah. wouldn't mind seeing, uh, um, seeing Luke Cage back either. Yeah, the guy they picked for Luke Cage is really great. But I, I didn't really like that first episode either. But uh, um, go ahead. Yeah. L let's, let's go ahead and transfer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's transfer over to uh, the MCU then. For me, uh, I mean, you said something a couple of minutes ago where it was like, hawkeye was better because of this one episode that we yeah. just watched yeah, yeah. I, I think it validates i think it validates the inclusion of echo in hawkeye which we thought was we thought that series was a little stuffed yes and, yes and and if something could have been cut out that still would have made sense i think it might have been echo right um, exactly. but i don't know like this i mean and a good chunk of this episode is footage we've seen from hawkeye right you know Right, um, but I don't know. I'm watching this first half of the episode, and I think you, you were you were talking to me while uh, while, while you were halfway through it, and you're saying like it's surprisingly like pretty good, and you know, yep, yep. Uh, and I, I felt the same way. Yeah, I, I think that one of the main gripes that you and I have had with uh, MCU is that it kind of all kind of feels the same, and it's all sort of this like. I mean, there, there's outliers like the Guardians movies and stuff, but it doesn't have the diversity of the comics as far as like the type of story or how the stories feel, right? Yeah. And and this definitely felt like a Marvel Knights gritty Daredevil comic type book. 
Yeah, it did. Like, like yeah. written by Bendis or something, you know? Yeah, and I think the most interesting thing about it is that, you know, Echo is not a hero. <laughs> no, no, no. And I think that's kind of interesting here. You know, in, in the comics, um, you know, the introduction I had to the character was New Avengers. Yes. Um, and where, where she was in the, um, the, oh, actually, was it a New Avengers? When that did she was... take the Ronin, the Ronin costume? That that is in New Avengers. Yes. It is in New Avengers. This is later on because the first arc is the, they're trying to figure out who it is, and it was actually Clint, right? I yeah. And later on, she takes it on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, later on, she takes it on. Yeah, yeah. And then somehow I have read zero of this, but somehow she was the Phoenix. Yes. Or, or yes. Maybe may the Phoenix now, for all I remember. <laughs> I think I think she is actually. Yeah. There's a whole thing with Jason Aaron with his Avengers run and those ancient Avengers that. I think you talked about in one of our most recent episodes. Yeah. And um, they have this whole thing to determine who's going to be the host of the Phoenix and echo of all characters becomes the Phoenix host. And um, I would say that for echo, she can talk in the comics. I think. I don't remember. Yeah. I think she can talk. They don't, they don't use sign language, I think, you know, and she's not like this quiet character in the, the comics. So I, I yeah, think that she can talk. Convey, yeah, she's not using sign language, but I, I don't know. They don't. I, I, I'm I'm struggling to think how they even convey sign language in comic form. Really, I, I've seen it. I remember very distinctly in Gail Simone's uh, Birds of Prey. There was a part where uh, a guard that was watching that guy Savant. They said he was deaf, and then Savant did sign language to him, and they showed it, and then the guy didn't know it because it was just a trap. Do you, Do you remember that? I, that does sound vaguely familiar. Yeah. 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 But anyway, yeah, it, it. I mean, this is not, well. Actually, you know what? They do use sign language in Hawkeye because Clint does go deaf at one That's point. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And like in his run, they show like sign language signs in little small panels. Okay. Yeah. 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 But um, with all that being said, I think that like Echo in the comics can talk, and she can read lips. She doesn't talk in this. She was introduced. Um, Oh, here we go. Here's the old men forgetting things. There's this fucking artist that does like kind of painting covers. And he was the artist and writer of Daredevil in like the 90s. And he's the one that created her. I can't remember his fucking name. He did the covers when Bendis was on too often. It's either uh, it, it's either Alex Maleev or Michael Gatos. No, no, no. It's before those guys. Before those guys. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to look it up while I'm talking because I can maybe multitask. Uh, but anyway, that guy is the one that introduced her. Uh, David Mack. David Mack. Thank you so much. You're faster than me. But there's that whole part of Daredevil that I just did not read. Like, I got into Daredevil with the uh, Bendis run, and I, I essentially have read all Daredevil since the Bendis run. Like, I love Daredevil. Yeah, I I've read a lot, but not, not as much as you have. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway... Let's let's talk about the the character of Echo in this show. So, and, and then I want to talk about the weird mythology stuff too. But for the character of Echo in this first episode, Chaffa, um, they start off with her as a child, and she has this friend. Uh, and this show does not hesitate to use sign language, like it's yeah. using sign language throughout. And you essentially have a character that's not verbally talking. Yeah, I, it, it was interesting, too, because I watched this, like I said, I watched this right after the sixth What If episode, which was all under the language. It was, there was the only English line was Doctor Strange at the end. 
Yeah. When it comes to this, where, you know, there's so much of it is signed. Right. Um, and, and it, you know, it, it is certainly unique. Yeah. I, I've had this theory for a while now that, like, the, the Disney Plus stuff, a lot of it is their goal is just to have it on in the background so that it's, like, constantly streaming at your house. And so the stuff can be kind of mediocre because it doesn't demand your attention. But when you have that one if episode that's in the Native American language, it's that like Mohawk language. And then this, which is in sign language, it's like you have to pay attention. Yeah. You know, um, but I would say that the actress that plays Maya Lopez on the show, I got to fucking look her up. See, um, I know the name. I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a stab at it and just be totally wrong. Uh Cox. Cox. Yeah. So Alakwa Cox, um she in the Daredevil show, because it's so stuffed and they use her so sparingly. You mean Hawkeye. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um she just didn't like click with me. I didn't feel anything towards her, but on this show it's a complete 180. Yeah, because now you see her, you, you kind of see her uh, where she came from and, and you know, kind of that tragic origin she had. You know, um, her dad was into some kind of criminal activities. Um, the woman he married, the family doesn't really approve. And, you know, to take kind of revenge on him for something he did, which they didn't quite explain, uh, they cut the brakes in his truck. And, you know, it, it causes the death of uh, Maya's mom and it causes her to lose her leg. Yeah. Now that's the difference between the Maya Lopez in the show and in the comic, because uh, Echo in the comic does not have; she has both her legs. Yes, yes, yeah. I think it's just the actress. Um, they, they kind of wrote wrote it in for the actress. Yeah, and I can't really think of other examples of that, like in movies that I've seen. But I, I kind of actually love that. Yeah, agreed. You know, and, and so you know, in our last episode, our what if episode, you guys should go check that out. Um, I was talking about sort of the toxic fandom that is associated with so many of these properties and people that are always like just mad at women, it seems. And I think if you look at this character, boy, is this a character that like that that group would hate, right? Because it's a woman, she's Native American, she's deaf, and she is disabled. Right. It's just like all these things. But I, I think what's good about this, it's it's what you said at the very beginning, where she's not a hero. It's not like that she's this amazing hero, this compassionate person, despite having a disability or I guess essentially two disabilities. You know, it's like she's dealing with the cars that have been dealt to her and it's led her to crime and she's just a badass. Yeah. And I think that's that's kind of sets us apart. Yeah. 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 Did you like the sort of like the just the fucking like shooting people in the head and blood splattering all over the place? Of course. That's, that's always one of my favorite things. Uh, yeah, no. And, and you know, the, the scene we're talking about here, uh, you know, she she seems to be kind of like like a rookie being assigned to, um, you know, one of Kingpin's like squads. And they're going to like the hit on some guy that's moving on in Kingpin's territory. And she's very reluctant at first, you know, uh, she's like, holy shit, like what's going on here? And then. Someone attacks her and it kind of she kind of like kicks in and then it just takes charge. Yep. And then fucking Daredevil shows up. Oh my god! I was so shy. I was not expecting that in that moment at all. That is exactly <laughs> when I messaged you because I was I was digging it a lot before then. I was going to watch too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that but put the, it like over the top. Oh my god! Because it, it, it's this crazy sequence and you're like, okay, the show's gonna have this cool action, right? 
But then all of a sudden, his fucking Billy Club just comes from off the screen and gets that guy. And I was like, I was like what? Yes. I just was yeah. not expecting that. I mean, like, we knew he was going to be in the show, but we didn't know what, what capacity. And, uh, I mean, th- this already was a better appearance than the entirety of what he did in She-Hulk. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. See, I think that this is, like, the hybrid where it's done right. Because it is that gritty dark kind of storytelling it's not any kind of kid thing and it's not this generic mcu mold it is this sort of violent thing uh but then he is doing stuff that's kind of cooler than he did in the netflix show and definitely cooler than what he did in she hulk like he does a couple of moves in this that i just was like that's fucking daredevil like when he flips over the fence yeah you know and then he does this other move where he kind of like jumps backwards and then like jumps forward i was like that's that's daredevil and, and, and you have to add all, all the things where, you know, Maya's reaching for a weapon and he's just stopping her at every, every you know, turn with the Billy yeah. Club, too. Fantastic. Absolute, absolute great fight choreography in this episode. Yes. See, um, you know, another spinoff of the MCU that they kind of discredit is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I remember watching that and liking that. And there was a couple of sequences i think in the end of the first season maybe in the second season where it's that kind of that john wick style where it's like following one character around is like multiple things are happening yeah. and that's very similar to this sequence when daredevil shows up um and i feel like they kind of did that for maybe one or two episodes of agents of shield but then they just kind of dropped that yeah and i think that in a comic book world that's the way to go man is like make it immersive like that yeah, no, it just I imagine that that's what a fight like that would would be like. You know, there's there's kind of chaos at first, and then yeah, you know, and you, you kind of get the focus on on two of the main the main characters, uh, you know, going at it. Yeah, I mean, think about like the MCU stuff that you and I rave about or that we love. That's in top of our list, right? You have, um, you know, Winter Soldier, which we just talked about in our last episode. Amazing choreography in that, yeah. right? And then, and then, like, I'm thinking about Guardians, the most recent one, that battle at the end, right? It's, it's just yep. the same kind of thing. You know, it's like you should, like, with superheroes, I feel like they kind of rely too much on, like, people blasting with beams and stuff. Yeah. And it, it, you should be doing, like, crazy martial arts grappling fighting scenes. Yeah. Uh, you know, we mentioned Shang, Shang-Chi before. Uh, maybe it was, wasn't in this episode, but... Uh... You know, I, I mentioned that bus scene. Like, that was one of those kind of scenes, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shang-Chi did have a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, um, that if the show has this for the next four episodes, it doesn't matter if Daredevil doesn't come back. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, but I, I hope he does. But I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. Like I said, if, if, if just having that scene was just to say, like, hey, you know, Netflix counts. I'm, I'm cool with that. That's the only thing that's there. That's a great it honestly, it honestly gives me hope to uh, for the for the Born Again show. Like we were very hyped about that. Uh, we heard it kind of went off the rails production wise and with the strike and all that. Yeah. And they they kind of were changing showrunners and writers. Oh, so yeah. uh, it's it's kind of renewed. I have some renewed hope here that maybe it it could be still be good. Yeah. I, I, wow. I even actually forgot that was even happening. So I'm glad you reminded me. Um. So. I was thinking about that opening sequence and how kind of weird it was. I don't know how it fits into the MCU continuity. Do you have any kind of guesses? I have no idea. Like you said, it's like one of those little pocket things like the Jins in, in Ms. Marvel or um, the Eternals or something like that. It's just, it's just something that's there. 
it was really weird that I watched the the uh, the Kowali episode. Is that how you said the name? Kahori? Kahori. Kowali. <laughs> sure, why not? Kahori episode, uh, and, 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 and this opened up with this kind of like very mythology-based kind of story here where uh, of the, the, the birth of the, the Chatwa India, uh, Indian tribe or Native American tribe, I should say. Yeah. And, and did you think it was kind of interesting? It was almost similar to like Adam and Eve, right? Because they sort of look like gods or like aliens at first. And then that cave collapses. Then like they're, they're kind of their coding comes off in their humans, essentially. Yeah. I, to me, it reminded me of like the fall from grace kind of story. Well, yeah, it, it, it was, I mean, they were telling a story, like there were kids telling a story. So, I mean, that's kind of what it felt like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I do you, I mean, it was interesting because you could kind of write it off. Like it's just kids telling a story, but obviously there's probably gonna be more to it. Then yeah. when she has a dream and she sees them again, it's like, oh, this is going to have some kind of significance. I think so. Yeah. Um, I, you know, we don't have the X-Men here in the MCU yet technically so we don't have the phoenix so maybe they're kind of going to give her some kind of power that's that kind of is similar to that or rivals that but is not that much like how they change miss marvel's powers in miss marvel just yeah. kind of make it a little more believable or the you know yeah or fit within the context of that well, fit within the country because they they kind of they definitely wrote out in humans <laughs> yeah 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 um you know, I'm trying to, I, I'm going to do some research on Echo before we do our next episode, but I just want to see if she has any kind of special powers. I've always kind of thought of her as like, a, I think it's Cat Kane. What, what, who, who's the bat girl that doesn't really talk? Her last name's Kane. Oh, Cassandra Kane. Cassandra Kane. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, I've always kind of thought of her like that, where it's like she watches people with their moves and stuff and, and almost like Taskmaster. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, and they kind of imply that in the show too that she watches people. One one of my favorite sequences in this episode is like when she starts on that path. After her mother dies, her dad brings her to New York, and there's this really touching sequence with the dad kind of talking to her about having to find her own power. Then we cut to this uh boxing gym or this karate gym, and he's telling her how she has to get strong on her own. She has to walk between two worlds. Um and uh, she goes to go fight this African-American boy that's bigger than her. And I, I just love this look he gives her when he goes to fight the little kid, Echo. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, all right. And, yeah, and then he, they, he was quite a bit bigger than him. Than her. Right, right. And, and, and you know, then they, they don't show her fighting and being awesome as a little kid. They show her, like, next fighting, like, as an adult, you know? Yeah. She's a lot better. Um, did, did you like the supporting cast? Um, so far, yeah. I mean, it seems like you know they're they're gonna, you know, not just have a have, a, have kind of one person of of uh, of Native American origin here. They're gonna have a whole cast of it. I think that's fine. It works. So she's gone back to her hometown. I don't know exactly where that is, but oh, uh, it's really somewhere in the New York vicinity. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And and um, we should note too that in our last episode, the What If episode, that was in New York too. The Kahori episode. It was oh, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, her father, uh, William, I, I want to talk about that actor in a second, too. They're in Tahoma, I'm, I'm sorry, Tamaha, Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma, okay. So it's not even in the New York area where she goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So that's, that's that's interesting that how how far reaching Kingpin's empire is. I wish they would have highlighted that a little more. I, I don't know how I glossed over that. I mean, I just that's from the Wikipedia. And also, I, I wanted to bring this up too. It's not really in our flow, but I just want to point out that the showrunner is um, a woman named uh, Marion Dare. And she hasn't really run on other shows and hasn't been on many other shows, but she was a writer for Better Call Saul. And she has won Emmys for it. And so Better Call Saul is fucking fantastic. I think, you know, this is a good person to pick for a showrunner. Yep. Um, the the director of this first episode was a Native American as well, who's made some films. Okay. You know, so they're trying to keep things authentic. Uh, one little side thing. Uh, didn't you think it was kind of funny how many people in Maya's life knew sign language? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess you can totally see the family uh you know our family all knowing it but I, i'm i'm glad that not everybody does like there's two guys she met up with before that that fight scene there like they didn't they didn't know how to communicate with her they're right. trying to tell her the plan and it's like they're like pointing at a screen like and you know, doing a gun motion like i actually appreciated that in a way but there are a lot of people around her that that um that that, that you know sound like but i, I it, it seems appropriate because they were mostly people that were regularly in her life uh, and Kingpin doesn't really. He's no, he has an interpreter all the time too. Yeah, yeah. I actually thought that was really cool. Um, sign language is actually kind of a, a big part of my life. I took it in college, and my mom is a sign language interpreter as one of her jobs. So, like, sign language always comes up. I, I think I might recommend this show to her at one point. Um, but it was cool. Like, she ran to my her. Mom would hate this show. Your, your <laughs> mom would hate this show. <laughs> She's not one for the violent stuff. Oh, okay. Yes, it is pretty damn violent. Uh, she goes and she runs into her cousin when she goes back and he knows sign language. She goes to her grandmother's house and then it looks like she goes to meet with her uncle at a roller skating rink at the end of the episode. Yeah, I wasn't sure how the, how, how, what the relation with, to that guy was, uh, the guy that ran the, the rink there. That's her um, uncle. Oh, it is her uncle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he knows sign language as well. And, um, essentially she wants him to help her take down Kingpin's uh organization yeah and I she's under the impression over <laughs> right 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 so um i didn't watch that this season on part because i was like busy doing some shit um what what did they show um i don't i don't know how to explain it uh it does seem like the the bulk of the show is going to take place in this where they are now i don't think it's going to go back to um New York necessarily, okay, uh, and it, which is why I don't think Daredevil will show up again. I mean, obviously Kingpin will; he's gonna be a big focus here as you know, uh, you know, Maya's opposition. Although I don't know how she knows that he's alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, maybe, I don't. Think, or maybe she doesn't know. I don't think she does. At least by this first episode. Yeah, but she's got a bounty on her head. Yeah, by this first episode. Um, did they show any kind of like, oh shit, that's this character? from anything or no nope no okay not, not that i can tell yeah i i didn't watch the first um that you know coming up but i did listen to like the theme song at the end it sounded like it was like the yeah yeah yes or something and i thought it was actually uh, pretty good yeah it it, it, was, it was good uh, although I, I guess it, it felt it didn't feel like it fit exactly i don't think right right it, it was cool because it kind of had a little bit of native american like kind of beat to it 
or like yeah, almost like Native American chanting. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I, I guess I would have expected something that was more like more like chanting and things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, like you said, that they are keeping kind of authentic with the cast and the the creative teams behind it. Um, I, I guess I would have expected something more like up in that direction for the the theme song. Yeah, yeah. So, um, did you have anything else you wanted to say about this first episode, or um, just that you know, just because it, the the episode got the the series got pushed, we weren't we were iffy on it from Hawkeye, um, all this. You know, dropping all at once, which is new for Disney Disney shows. Um, you know, the enthusiasm for this was not high going in, but I, I think they kind of turned it around for me. I, I'm, I hope that they stick with it. Yeah, I, I wonder because I don't know. I just my social media has been kind of absent on the Marvel stuff. I haven't really seen anything about What If. I haven't. Re- I, I have seen like Daredevil trending. I saw Jessica Jones trending, uh, and I think Kingpin trending. But I haven't really, I haven't seen people be like, "Oh shit!" Like there hasn't been anything like that so far. You know, I'm not surprised about what if. I think there, there is kind of like a block with animation with some people. Some people just don't. It's just they just don't care. It doesn't count. It's not the same. It's not yeah. the same level. I get that. Um, and in terms of Echo, uh, I have seen a couple of headlines here and there, but this dropped it. This this hasn't even been out for 24 hours yet. So I mean, yeah. I think we should give it a little more time. Maybe we'll see something in, in the coming days. Nice man, nice. Yeah, so I, I don't know about you, but I think that maybe we could keep, cover either one or two episodes per recording and just kind of go through the season pretty quickly. Yeah, sounds good. Cool, man. All right, well, so then that's it for Echo episode number one. Make sure if you liked this to also check out our What If episode two. Um, we're coming in hot for 2024. I actually have some shorts on our channel, which seem to be getting a good response. They're all about the Thunderbolts lineups. Check those out too. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, please do. And Brian and I will see you guys next.